It's Tuesday, you know what that means. What the fuck is up? Mr. Wrestling Theater 420, episode 72, season 3, episode 25. Goodbye to the bad guy. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. <laughs> so, uh, quick birthdays to Wayne Bloom, D'Lo Brown, B. Priestley, and William Shatner. And Mick Schumacher randomly. Okay. He's an F1 driver. Okay. Last train of the day is Sky <laughs> by Night. Yes. All right, so we're going to uh, do a quick Scott Hall tribute thing. Yep. Slash Razor Ramon tribute thing. Same person. Yeah, same thing. So, <laughs> uh, do you want to start with favorite matches, or do you want to start with favorite moments? Like, what do you want to do for him? Uh, favorite match for me is always the WrestleMania 10 fucking ladder match. That's a good Shawn match. Michaels. I mean, like... <laughs> I mean, I think that is for a lot of people, but... Like, it's a really good match. And he won that match. That was, like, the first, like, ladder match, yeah, kind of, right, in like, WWE, anyway. Is it, I mean, I'm for, sure there were other ladder matches before. There's always been something else before that, but you're yeah. right. Yeah, exactly. Like, it, it was... For the WWF, as it was at the time, that was definitely a It was first. a unification match, even, on top of that. Yep, exactly. Cause the two belts and everything. Which kind of opened the door to some of the greatest ladder matches we've ever had. Right. But the thing is, is... It's really tough to recreate. We said that with, like, when it came to tag teams and ladder matches with, like, the Dudleys and all that. Like, they had that one really good one, and you can't recreate it. No, you didn't. Sean and... TLC fucking... 1 was better than TLC 2. Exactly. So, you know, and Sean and Razor, fucking... Not many people have had a lot of great ladder matches after that. Just maybe a few, but definitely it's opened it... the door for... Right, it's definitely, like... It's definitely everybody's top five, anyway. Yeah. And maybe we're a little biased this week, and it might be, like, number one. <laughs> but, like... <laughs> yeah. I mean, one of my favorite... It's one of the most memorable ladder matches of all time. Definitely, yeah. Just yeah. something on top of that, so, like... Yeah. You know. So. Had good moments to that all the way through, I mean. Yeah. Some other moments where, you know, when he comes in WCW, he goes, You know who I am, but you don't know why, why I'm here. here. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Fucking hits bitch off in the face with a toothpick. <laughs> and then Hulk Hogan comes and ruins that group. Yes. Well, Hulk Hogan ruins lots of things. I mean, he didn't ruin it right away. Not right away. Maybe, maybe, maybe we started, like, in, you know, putting in, like, Virgil and Conan and fucking... Well, half the roster got added into it at one point, basically, which... Disco you know. Inferno and shit. <laughs> I don't think he's even in the real, was he? He might have been. I, was I don't say know. He was. I feel like anybody who was in WCW during the I time know Stevie of the Ray NWO, was, but Booker T wasn't. Correct, yeah. <laughs> Which some weird shit there. Yep. Fucking. That's because they didn't know what to do after they broke them up anyway. Like, right. Stevie Ray was not going to have a longer career after that point. No. Booker T was definitely the dumb. He was the star. Definitely, of definitely Sean of that crew. Yeah, he definitely was. <laughs> and Stevie Ray was the Marty Janetti. Right. Just didn't crash and burn as bad. He didn't crash and burn at all, I don't think. No. <laughs> Not like that. Like, his career maybe as a wrestler kind of just faded away, but right. he didn't crash and burn in personal life that we know of right. like he did, so. There was, uh, other moments was God Hall, like, he, uh, X-Pac was hurt. Actually, he was six then. He wasn't X-Pac. He was six then. Yeah. Uh, and every single night on Nitro, Scott Hall would wear the six shirt. Yeah. With a uh, six ball. Yeah. Which is really cool. Right. I mean, they were all close friends. Them, uh, Sean, fucking Nash. Nash and even Trips. Yeah. We're all really tight, so. Especially Nash and Hall. Right, Nash and Hall, they left together, so. Yeah. Closest. And then he's, like, also, like, really close with, like, DDP at one point and DDP, stuff like that. DDP, because, like, DDP, helped. like, helped start his career, too. Yeah. Him because, and Kurt really. Yep. He came up with the Diamond Stud fucking gimmick. Or whatever, right. which was basically the, the, the beginning makings of what Razor Ramon became, you know. He just added that whole, uh, fucking, what's his name, Tony Montana fucking yeah, Tony Scarface Montana's vibes big. to it. Cause, you ever know, seen Scarface? Yeah. Vince McMahon says no. Of course, we, <laughs> I don't think Vince McMahon's fucking seen a movie since, like, I don't know when. Nice in the Marine. Well, yeah, okay. I'm sure he's probably seen, you know, the WWE fucking movies like that maybe i don't know maybe he doesn't give a fuck about <laughs> that either i feel like that guy like he's just kind of at work all the time even when he's not at work <laughs> yeah he's, he's just like yeah how can i cut how can i save 50 fucking thousand dollars this Who week can i cut this <laughs> <week?"> <laughs> uh, 
Back to Scott Hall. Scott Hall debuted yes. October 2nd, 1984. Yep. He is 6'7", 287 pounds. Sounds uh, about right. He was almost as big as tall as Kevin Nash. And Kevin right. Nash is huge. Like I said, he he was going to Florida Championship Wrestling just standing in the entrance way next to other wrestling. Like, am I bigger than yeah, this guy? Am I bigger than this guy? <laughs> sizing himself up. That was a pretty fucking funny story. Uh, also known as uh, Starship Coyote. Okay. Diamond Stud. Diamond Stud, I knew, yeah. Uh, and Texas Scott. Oh, I don't know what that is. That had to be like just like uh, early, early, early. American one. Starship was um, him and Dan Spy- Spivey. What was that guy's name? Spivey. Yeah. No, that was a big guy. <laughs> yeah. Part of the, the, the skyscrapers would take her. Yeah. So, I mean, that's your kind of family with tag team partner with two people. Yeah. Some <laughs> random ass people who became way bigger stars later in their lives. Basically. Uh, two time Hall of Famer. Yeah, because he is Razor Ramon in 2014. And NWO. And NWO in 2020. Yeah. All right, Makes well, sense. Any other memories besides this Hall of Fame speech the first time? Oh yeah, Hall of Fame speech was cool. Bad I, times, yeah. Go, yeah. Bad guys don't. Bad guys don't. I don't that was definitely like a bad quote, but like, <laughs> yeah, I think it's not only yeah. Good times talk out of feeding, but bad guys are forever. Basically, yeah. is what it is. I think, which is really good. And he was at a much better point in his life when he got inducted like that too, which was good to see. It was good to see that. Um, I don't know. I'm drawing a blank now. See, there was another match that I remember him, that I remember seeing him in, but I found out it was just, it was a house show. I always just thought it was like a wrestling like challenge or wrestling WWE superstars or something. Yeah. But it was him versus Jarrett, and he beat Jarrett. And that well, was yeah, screw Jarrett. But it was in the But it was always one of my favorite matches because he beat Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't know it was a fucking house show. Yeah, I didn't know. I looked it up the other day when we were doing our research for this. Yeah. Man, it's a house show. Oh, I didn't know that. That was random. <laughs> House shows used to mean something, though, kind of more. Back right, in yeah, the day. exactly. Like, I know randomly titles will change hands at house shows nowadays once in a blue moon, but, like, it used to happen a little bit more often sometimes, you know? And I think that was more in the... Back in the day, there wasn't as much wrestling on television. It right. was still a... They were still wrestling you know, shows. 300 days a week. Exactly. 300 days a week. 300 days a year. Yeah, and to... to give people that reason to want to come out to a non-televised event you had to make it like so things happened that was worthwhile you know nowadays it's not so much you know nowadays it's more about the tv and then not the house shows which i feel like wwe is the only ones who really do a lot of house shows like that they don't people do the house shows because like they let every oh, like and AEW they let people just go to random places. Yes, you know exactly. I mean? Like you're the Warrior Champion now or whatever. Yeah, you're just doing that. You went that, to that, GCW for something, right? Or, you know, whatever. They let them do all that stuff. So maybe, but like they don't do that in WWE or F. No, ever. No, which is kind of stupid. You know what I'm saying? I agree. It's kind of dumb that they don't let them just. Go around, yeah. Champion versus championship. Exactly. All right. I, I think it would help out a lot, you know. Here are Scott Hall's championship accolades. Okay, that sounds like a good thing. Uh, actually, AWA World Tag Team Championship with one Kevin time. Nash, right? Actually, AWA. Was it with Kevin Nash? No. Oh no, that was the one with Kurt Henning, right? That was Kurt Henning. Yeah. Uh, DDT Pro Wrestling Iron Man. Heavy metal weight championship, one time. I don't know what that fucking title even is. <laughs> I've never even heard D- of that. DT Pro Wrestling, who now has a uh, working relationship with AEW. Speaking of what we were just saying. Yeah. Uh, I'm not reading the Pro, pro Wrestling Illustrated things, but. <laughs> you know. Screw PWI. Tag Team of the Year '97 with Nash. Uh, match of the Year '94 with Shawn Michaels for the ladder match. Yeah. Um. But anyway. Uh, TNA World Tag Team Championship one time, yet there's two people listed there. It's That's, Kevin Nash, yeah, and Eric Young. Who the fuck is that? You know who Eric Young oh, is? Oh, EY. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> I, I, I don't know why I said who the fuck is EY? Who the fuck is that? And I'm like, oh wait a minute, I know who the fuck EY is. I'm just an idiot apparently. United States Wrestling Association. 
It's a USWA. Okay. Now you know what that is. Obviously, it's old. Uh, yeah. Unified World Heavyweight Championship. One time. That's his heavyweight title. Yeah. WCW. Uh, World Television Championship. One time. United States Heavyweight Championship. Two times. Yep. Tag Team Championship. Seven times. Six of those are with Nash. Who was the other one with? Oh. Really, he's just in NWO. Is it Big Show? No, Giant. Okay. Yes. Same thing. Yep, yeah, no, 100%. Though, I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> then we have World Wrestling Council. What the fuck is that? WWC. <laughs> uh, I think it's like Puerto Rican or something. That's possible, actually. Uh, WWC. Because they did kind of travel around back then a lot at different points. Uh, WWC Caribbean Heavyweight Championship one time. Also Universal Heavyweight Championship one time. They have a Universal title too, huh? Apparently. (laughs) Uh, And then we go into the WWFE. Because both of those things are listed there. Yeah. Intercontinental Championship four times. Yeah. Hall of Fame two times. We said that already. Yeah. Sammy Award, two times. Uh, one of those is the 94 ladder match with Shawn Michaels. Yeah. And then 96 match of the year, also with Shawn Michaels at SummerSlam. That's not surprising. Not to Russell Observer, because fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. That's his championship accolades. Yeah. Like, we didn't even mention the SummerSlam match. Until, no. Like, right now. But that was yeah. also another good match with Shawn Michaels. It was another good one. He also put over a one two three kid. He did. It was like basically a jobber then. Right. You know. He's one two three kid. Yep. <laughs> Some nobody. <laughs> yep. Who eventually became X Pac. <laughs> kind of annoyed me as one two three kid. I like him better as X Pac. And six. Yeah. And six, six Pac. Pac. <laughs> anything but anything but one two three kid. Yeah. Um, any other memories? Um. It's hard to think back to all that stuff now because it's not as recent in my head, you know? Right. Like, right, like little things are recent in my head because he just passed and everything, unfortunately. But, like, every little moment that I saw when I was younger isn't in my head. No. <laughs> like I said, like, the big memory is like, you know why I'm here, but you don't know. <laughs> you know who yeah. I am, but you don't know why I'm here. Yeah. But that, that, that's a big moment because I started the NWO. Yeah. Essentially. I mean, it wasn't the NWA yet, but like... He beat Rick Martel for his first one. He beat Rick Martel for the Intercontinental, for a vacant... A vacant IC title in 1993. And then beat fucking Jared at some house show, and then lost it to Jared at some other house show, and then took it back at a different house show, I think. Probably. <laughs> I think it's how it goes. There's two of them right there. <laughs> um, I mean, of course, you know, when they formed the NWO, fucking stupid Hogan, though. <laughs> fucking stupid Hogan fucked everything up. Yep. Like, just being part of it. <laughs> I, like, really hated Hogan by then, too. Like, I was starting to hate him then. You know, like, go away. And then they, like, bought WCW, and, like, they brought him back again, and he had that stupid WrestleMania match with, like, fucking The Rock. And I'm like, why is he here? <laughs> why is he here? You know, I've never really fucking liked him. After that point. I mean, it was different when we were younger, but... Yeah, I mean, like, he, he became a hated person very quickly. Yeah, he did. Especially by this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like, one of our big enemies, like, right now. He really is, though. <laughs> and not Scott Hall. Scott Hall never made it on that list. No. Good for him. Yeah. <laughs> he went away. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> he stuck around for a minute, but, like, he just, he had too much going on in his personal life, obviously. You know? And he didn't stick around... I mean, shit, Hogan was still around even after that, and TNA and fucking all right. that bullshit, like... I mean, Scott Hall went there. Yeah. He did go there. For a minute. I mean, he was a tag team champion with two different people. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't there very long, though. But yeah, I think I think my favorite days for Scott Hall were definitely Razor Ramon. I mean, yeah, Outsiders was cool, but... Outsiders was cool. I mean, I liked it was still cool, but, like, it just, like... I think after the NWO grew too big and everything was going on, I was just like, yeah, whatever. They should have kept it a four-man group. Yeah. Like, Finally, have Hogan there, whatever. Even care. a fifth man, like a five-man stable, it shouldn't grow much past that, you know? 
Like, there were some other good five-man stables, like DX and stuff like that. But I think anytime a stable grows beyond five, like, five should be the maximum number for a stable. Unless you're in New Japan and you got, like, a ten-man stable well, on each fucking side. But then they have, like, some stables. Yes. Yeah, because they have their own little cliques within yeah. the stable, you know? So it's like, you know? And it's funny, too, because, like, if you think about it, them forming the clique and then eventually NWO is what led to, like inspiring fucking bullet club really it really did inspire the bullet club at like, the end of like the day pretty, like a lot because you have i mean if you think about it nwo was the the wwe outsiders within fucking ww wcw and technically the first bullet club was all the fucking non-japanese yeah, wrestlers guys, right yeah. yeah all the gaijin wrestlers so <laughs> it really did and the stupid too sweet thing and <laughs> really did impact a lot of other people, you know. I wonder if his son's still trying to wrestle. Uh, his son is making a a small comeback. Yep. His son is actually a member of the Bullet Club. Really? Oh, uh, was. Yeah, obviously. Because well, I remember him trying well, to come up for a while. For life. Yes. And this Jay White kicks you out. Yes. <laughs> Brings the good brothers back in, even though you're supposed to be Bullet Club for life. Right. <laughs> I guess it's different if you, fit, you actually get kicked out. You don't just fade away and go somewhere else. Like, you get kicked out. I guess that's what takes you out of the Bullet Club, right? I guess. I don't know. Didn't technically Omega get kicked out of the fucking Bullet Club, too, though? Yeah. He did technically get kicked out. That's why he's got the Elite now. Yeah. Well, he has nothing now because he's having surgery again, but... Yeah. Still... Well, that's what happens when you fucking put on fucking matches like he puts on and fucking do some ridiculous-ass shit. Definitely must take a toll on your body to get dropped on your head a hundred times. I'm sure it does. I'm sure it's not easy. (laughs) No. I know they make it look easy. Like, all wrestlers in general make it look easy sometimes, you know? But I'm sure it definitely fucking hurts. Like, I don't know. I do little things and hurt myself. I could, I feel like if I got, like, you know, hit with, like, the razor's edge right now, I'd be pretty fucked up. If I hit with a razor's edge, I'd be a big motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Just saying. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm not saying they couldn't do it. I'm pretty sure Scott, fucking Scott Hall could get you up there. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Scott Hall in his prime could definitely get me up there. He's hit, like, Kevin Nash with that fucking right, thing. Yeah. So, I mean, and Nash is technically taller He'd than me. Fucking giant. Just not as... Yeah, he did hit the giant with it. So, so if he could hit the giant with it, he could definitely hit me with it because I'm not as tall as the giant. Might be as fucking round as the giant <laughs> at one point, but I'm not as fucking tall as the fucking giant. I mean, I'm close, but I'm not seven foot. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I liked Razor Ramon a lot, though. The attitude, hey Chico. <laughs> Bad guys are forever. Always hitting people with the toothpick. I always wanted toothpicks when I was a kid because of that. Yeah. Flick them at people and shit. I still can't fucking do that. <laughs> you, you think I mean, you wouldn't know how to do that. <laughs> you know? Say hello to the bad guy. <laughs> he was so good at that. He was a really good performer, honestly, at the end of the day. You know? Sad, he, you know, obviously, as a lot of wrestlers have struggled with personal issues, obviously. But he was definitely a great performer. I think he gets overshadowed sometimes, you know, like we think of other people before him, but like he really was a good performer. He was definitely a good performer. Um, like he just, you know, he's just like, he was a character and a lot of things but like he was a good ring worker he was good on the um, if you were gonna build a wrestler and you find those boxes what makes you a good wrestler yeah you check off check, every one yeah, of those cause he had mic skills he had ring skills you know he what I'm saying he had the size he had the look yep he had a freaking really good look so here's he what we're gonna what he was doing. here's what I'm gonna do for you now what's that uh, I'm not even pay per you you're gonna guess his opponent Oh, okay. This sounds interesting. Yeah, See how horrible this, I'm gonna be this at is going to be hard. Yes, because like other than the couple pay-per-views, I'm not going to remember any of them. Right. And you're not going to give me like WrestleMania 10. Okay. 
okay, well, we know that one already. So yeah, we'll Shawn Michaels. Say that one. Okay. I mean, you can't say SummerSlam that from Shawn Michaels either. Because yeah, ninety six or whatever, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. All right, let's just start off with NWA Great American Bash, nineteen eighty nine. Ooh. Uh, I'll give you a hint. It is a former tag team partner of his. Kurt Henning. Nope. Kevin Nash. Nope. The fuck else was he tagged with? Dan Spivey. Oh. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> you did mention that already. Um, Great American Bash. Oh, also, he had another opponent in that, and that would have been uh, Sid Vicious. Oh, okay. Great American Bash, WCW Great American Bash, 1991. Um, name any of them, because there's like five of them. Nope, sorry, there's only one American Bash. I've written the wrong thing. Oh, okay. Um, you might not get that one. I don't know. Kevin Sullivan. Nope. Who the fuck was there in the early nineties? That he would have actually gone against. Well, because he was more. He wasn't. He was definitely more mid card. Like way more mid card in the early WCW days. Because that was before he even went over to be Razor Ramon. So. It is Tom Zank, also known as Z Man. Fuck, I remember that guy kind of. Yeah. But not like... Not like you think it is. Actually, yeah. I, when I first read it, I thought Z-Man was Zeus. <laughs> I think it was Zeus. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> no, nope. it wasn't him. All right. Halloween Havoc, 1991. There are four people. Two of them are brothers. One of them is still active, and one is a giant. Okay. There you go. I'll give you some fucking hints that time. One is a giant? Yep. And it's not the giant. Okay, so it's not the giant. (laughs) Well, technically it's the giant, I guess. Okay, El... Andre? No, it's El El, El Giganto, who was uh, Giant Gonzalez. Oh, okay. Yes. I didn't like him at all. Right. Yeah, he sucked, but like... He sucked horribly. All right, so he's also... So one is still active, and then two are brothers. The brothers... The Steiners? Good job. Still active, staying. It's gotta be yep. staying. Who the fuck else would be? Because it's not Ric Flair or any of those other guys that were like kind of big still back in the early nineties in WCW. Nope. Survivor Series, nineteen ninety two. There are two listed. Bret Hart. No. Okay. Uh, Who else did he feud I think with? Think NWO early? actually. Both these guys were in NWO later on, not in the ninety two, obviously. Yeah, obviously not in 92, because NWO wasn't a thing yet, but I'm trying to think, who else was he? Uh, one of them is a former tag team partner that he won gold with. The oh. other one is his first match at Mart- Madison Square Garden opponent as well. Oh. I feel like I should know that. I feel like we just saw that. Diesel? Diesel is not a choice. Okay. So Kurt Henning has to be Kurt the Henning, other as, as Mr. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then the other one would have been fuck. his his Madison Square Garden debut opponent. Who the fuck was that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Macho Man. Okay. Never mind. Yep. I, we did just fucking hear that, too. <laughs> Royal Rumble, 1993. You need a lesson in my cheese plate. <laughs> yeah, see? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that is a fucking... Blue instead of fucking, oh yeah, that kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Royal Rumble, 1993. Hall of Famer. Like, pro wrestling Hall of Famer. Uh, 1993. Was that the Bret Hart one? Bret Hart. Okay. Because I know he had a feud kind of early on as Razor Ramon with Bret Hart. And someone else, I can't remember. Top of my head right now, either. Uh, also, uh, we got WrestleMania 1993. Not Bret Hart. Think of old guys, though. Like how old? I don't know. He's probably 100 when he did his match. Oh, that's. But Paul he, Backlund? Yeah, but he said, but he lasted forever afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was always like 100 to me. <laughs> Bob Backlund has been around <laughs> since like the seventies, and right. fuck, he was stupid. Uh, other primetime players coach like yeah, the, he was like the, five six Darren years Young. ago. Yeah, Darren. Let's call him Eric Young. <laughs> WWF King of the Ring, nineteen ninety three. Don't overcomplicate it. You've already said his name once. Bob Backlund again? Nope. 
Bret Hart. Yes. Okay. SummerSlam, nineteen ninety three. Also think NWO as a manager. As a manager, who the fuck isn't Bischoff like one of the only managers? Who the fuck else was a manager? Miss um, Ted DiBiase. Very good. Very good. All right. Survivor Series, nineteen ninety three. Four. Okay. Four choices. It had to be a Survivor Series match then. Yep. Who the fuck? Uh, I, I... Who, did, who did he defeat to win his first IC title from? Okay, so Rick Martel's one of them. Okay. Uh... Who was his most known tag team partner? Diesel. Okay, that's two. Who else would have been in that then? Who is... Shawn Michaels? Ray Wyatt's it? father. Oh, Rotundo. Mike Rotundo. IRS. Yeah, okay, same thing. And then the other one is Adam Bomb. That okay. should not have gotten. No. Okay. Then Royal Rumble, 1994. That's a random grouping of people. <laughs> That's how they were. I know. It's just so fucking random. They probably had a cool name, like fucking Models or something. Yeah. Rick Martell's probably the leader of them. Probably. Um, I don't remember the top of my head right now. Royal Rumble, 1994. Uh. We've already said his name in the last match. Martell again? Nope. Oh. Diesel? Nope. IRS? Yep. Okay. Alright. <laughs> WrestleMania 10, 1994. Oh, that's Shawn Michaels. That's the easy one. King of the Ring, 1994. There are three of them. One of them has already had two matches against them in this little thing. Oh. Like, recently. So you know that is. That's gonna be IRS. Yep. Okay. Name the other two. One from a, a legendary family. Oh, Bret Hart. Okay. Nope. No. Ron Hart. Owen. Owen Hart. And then um, one big guy who can do moonsaults and had a lot of tattoos. Taker. Nope. Oh. Big guy who can do moonsaults? Yep. Who the fuck else was a big guy that could do flip? EC Dub. That still doesn't A lot of tattoos. Me. Fire. Oh, Bam Bam. Duh. <laughs> God, we love Bam Bam, too. That was fucking bad. SummerSlam, 94. I don't know. Bam Bam again? Big Daddy Cool. Ah, oh, Diesel. Survivor Series, 94. And there are, again, four of them. Um, two of them are two of them are click members. Okay, so two that has to be Shawn Michaels and Diesel. Okay, and two of them together by then are Hearts, but not Brett. So Owen and one of the other fucking brothers. No, not a brother. Oh, brother-in-law. Oh, uh, Davy Boy or Nightheart. Nightheart. Okay. Okay, Survivor Series '94. Uh Fucking, I don't know. Most annoying fucking wrestler you can think of in 94. Jeff Jarrett? Very good. (laughs) That was pretty fucking easy with that fucking clue. Royal Rumble, 95. Uh, Jeff Jarrett again, probably. They had a a feud, kind of, so... WrestleMania 11, 95. I don't know. Just keep going. Jeff Jarrett again? Yeah. Oh, damn, that was a long feud. Uh, in Your House, 1995. Jarrett again? No. Yep. Like, really? And the roadie. Jesus. Yeah, which is Road Dog. Oh, you didn't know? In Your House 2. There are two of them. One of them became Viscera. Oh, okay. So that's fucking... Mabel? Mabel. Is that his name? Okay. And the other one was Moe. Yeah, well, I for sh- Mental Emission. Yeah, okay, that's what I figured. Uh, SummerSlam, 1995. This is close to him leaving now. Uh, I don't know. I can't remember who he would have gone against in the end like that. Uh, click. Not Shawn Michaels again. Shawn Michaels again. Yeah, okay. This, you, did you say SummerSlam? I did. SummerSlam, uh, okay. 95. Yeah, never mind. Uh, Should have got that one easy. In your house, 
3, 1995. I don't know. Diesel? Dean Douglas. Who the fuck is that? I think it's Shane Douglas. Oh, that would make sense, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, in Your House 4. There are two of them. They are brothers, I think. I they're, think. they're these kayfabe brothers. <laughs> well, it's not Taker and Kane. Um, one of them has Brawl for All fame. The, oh, the, the other the, one likes to say guns, suck it. The smoking guns. <laughs> yeah. I'm an ass man. Um, also, uh, Dean Douglas again. Oh, okay. I don't want to three of them there. But... Okay, Survivor Series, 1995. Again, there are four. One of them is a click member. One, two, three, kid. Other one. Okay, other one. <laughs> oh, different one. Uh, <laughs> Michaels? Yep. Okay. Okay, one of them is from the Hart Dynasty, but is a brother-in-law. Davy Boy? Yep. One of them we talked shit about a little while ago, and he's from Pearl River. Part of Nation of Domination, briefly. Oh, fucking, um, uh, Pearl River Plunge was his fucking little white I think it was, like, a name, um, Ahmed. Ahmed Johnson. And then the other one is a big guy, went by a bunch of different names, but the first name's always the same. The last name usually changes, depending on where he worked. Kind of like Johnny Nitro. What was that? Big guy, blonde hair, long. Oh, Sid? Yep. Psycho, vicious. Justice. Yeah, whatever one, one you yep. want to fucking take. All right. <laughs> I always forget the Justice one for some reason. I don't know why everything disappeared on me real quick. That was fucking annoying. <laughs> Hang on one second. I'll get back into that. And let's see. Okay, so now we're going to Justice, right? Okay. Yep. So now we're at In Your House 5. There are two of them. One of them we already named. We literally just named. Sid. And the other one, you might remember, know it better as a different name. Oh, okay. Oh, you know him better as this name too, but like you might know him better as a different name. Uh, I have no idea then. One, two, three, kid. Oh, okay. So I already said his fucking name. Yeah. Royal Rumble, 96. Two, three, kid? No. Sid? No. Okay. Get out, get off of that train. Uh, I don't know. I'm just usually... Oh, fucking gold dust. Jesus. Uh, in your house, six. Is it gold dust again? No, it is. It's definitely a repeat, though. Okay, who is it now? <laughs> How recent? Click. Oh, one, two, three, kid again? Yep. Okay. In your house, seven. Big guy. Big guy. Big fucking guy. Big show? Was he there by then? No, no. he was still in WCW, obviously. Duh. A big guy kind of had like a mask on. Maybe. Vader? Yes, Vader. Okay. Now we're in WCW 1996, Batches the Beach. Bat Bass at whatever. <laughs> <laughs> 96, Beach. Uh. There are three of them. One is still active. Sting and some other tag team he was probably with. <laughs> one is still active. One was NWO and one we also hate. Oh, okay. One is still active. One, one is active. Sting, you got that one. So. Okay. Jarrett is one we hate? No. Nope. Hogan? No, but Flair? like Hogan. Flair? Like Hogan. Who the fuck out? Like... Think, think of the stupid patriotic bus. Patriotic bus? Yeah. It was called the What Express. Oh, what? Lex Luger. Oh, Lex fuck. Express. Oh, God. And the other one was his first match at Madison Square Garden. What can I think of fucking... Okay, so... Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Snap into a Slim J. All right. Hogwild, 1996. Uh, it is two of the names we just mentioned. So Luger and... I don't know. Sting? Sting. That would uh, make the most sense. Fall Brawl, 1996. Two of them we've already mentioned. Two of them are Four Horsemen. Oh. 
Two of them we already mentioned, and two of them we already mentioned. I think it was 96, so it's NWO's taking over, so it's WCW guys. So it has to be like, what, was it Sting and Luger? Yeah. And um, fucking Brain Busters? Uh, or Flair? Flair and, and uh, Anderson? Yes. Okay. Halloween Havoc, 1996. They are brothers. Steiners. Nope. Ooh. What fuck else was Greatest brothers? tag team ever. Oh, fucking uh, Harlem Heat? Yep. WCW World War Three, nineteen 1996. And you're not going to get any of them. Okay, two of them are known as the Nasty Boys. Okay, so knobs and sags. And one of them is the Barbarian, and one of them is Haku. So okay. Ming. So Ming, and was he still the Barbarian, or was he like something stupid there? No, Barbarian is there, and then Ming is there. And okay. then also the Giant is there. I didn't even see that one. But Giant oh. is also on that list. Okay. Yeah. Um, Starcade, 1996. Oh, two of the names we just mentioned. Oh, okay. Giant and... Nope. Nope. What else did we just mention? Is it fucking Ming? Yep. Okay. And Barbarian again? Yep. Sold they out. were in a group, too. Yeah, they were. Sold out, 1997. They are brothers. It's either Harlem Heat or the Steiners. So pick one. Steiners? Good job. Okay. But we already had Harlem Heat, so I gotta fucking switch it up. We had the Steiners already, too, technically. Yeah. Uh, Super Brawl 7, 1997. There are two of them. One was NWO, and one we hate. So Luger? Yep. And who else became NWO after that? I don't know if it was after that, or I'm just saying, like, I'll give you a hint. He's still technically active, even though he's not in the ring. Giant? Yep. Okay. WCW Uncensored 1997, and it is like fucking, I don't know, six fucking names, so. Oh my god. Um, so, stop naming people. I... <laughs> 97, uh... WCW. I'll uh, give you a hint. A lot of them we've already named. So, some of people we've already named that, like have, been, Luger, that have had a lot. Okay, so Luger's one. Luger, um... Is there a tag team in there? Like the Steiners or the fucking... There's a um, Steiner. Okay. Scott? Scott. Um... Fuck, uh... Plus, have we named a lot? I don't know. Jeff Jarrett? Jeff Jarrett. Was Flair in that one? Uh, No. No flair, so I'll name all uncensored because it's, it's Roddy Piper. Oh, okay. Mongo, Steve McMichael. Yeah, oh God. Scott Steiner, The Giant, Lex Luger, Chris Benoit, oh. Jeff Jarrett. Okay, that's a random group. Uh, now we're on Stimbury 97, and there are oh, also Roddy Piper. Did I say Roddy Piper? In yeah, you said Piper. Okay. So Stimbury 97. There are three people. Two of them are wrestlers, one's a football player. So Mongo? Nope. Not football player. Okay. A short-lived football player. Not in wrestling. Goldberg? Kevin Green. Uh, oh. Okay. The other two we've already named a few times. Right. At least one time. That doesn't help. Still. At least one time. One to four horsemen. Okay, so Flair. Yep. And the other one is Scottish. That doesn't help. That doesn't help at all. Who the fuck was Scottish? Oh, Piper. <laughs> there you go. Never mind. <laughs> Never the fuck mind. <laughs> Great American Bash, 1997. There are two of them. And we've already named both of them in the last match. Oh, okay. So it's got to be Piper and fucking... Um... What did I say? Flair? Flair. Okay, WCW, Bash at the Beach, 1997. If you know Kurt, if you know uh, Scott Hall history, go back to AWA and you can get both of these names. Henning and Spivey? No, no but Spivey. Henning is one. So Henning and who the hell else was in AWA? Back! Oh, okay, DDP. <laughs> that makes sense now. Uh, Road... Road Wild, 1997. They are brothers. Steiners? Yep. And 
Fall Brawl. Fall Brawl. Fall Brawl. 1997. One of them we hate. Luger. And one of them is Bang. DDP. <laughs> Can't give you that one. Yeah. One of them is Bang. Okay. <laughs> WCW World War Three, 1997. It is a big giant guy. The giant. I gave you that one too, huh? Uh-huh. Uh, sold out, 1998. Ooh. Commentator. Bischoff? Um, commentator with, like, wrestling accolades. Dusty? Nope. What the fuck else is up there? Larry Zabisco. Oh, uh, yeah, I wasn't getting my own fucking Zabisco. Super Brawl, <laughs> 8 in 1998. They are brothers. <laughs> um, Harlem Heat? Other brothers. Steiners? Yep. I don't know. I've said Steiners a few times. I've been right. <laughs> I figured I had to change at some point. Uh, Uncensored, 1998. Active. Sting? Slamboree, 1998. Uh, Sting again? Yep. Also, Giant. Okay. Here we go. Road Wild, 1998. And there's a fucking grip of them. Oh, Jesus. Name a few. I don't know. Well, start with people that you think would be there, i.e. the people you've already named a few times. Like... Active people. Um, <laughs> like Steiners. Uh, Steiners are not listed on that one. Oh, okay. I'll just leave that one off. How's that? All right. Yeah. Lex Luger. Okay. So Sting, Luger, Sting. Kurt Hangen. Flair. Giant. Oh, no. Uh, Scott Norton. Ah, Lex Luger. Scott Norton. And Conan. And Goldberg. I think Goldberg. Doesn't Scorton become... Oh, Scorton. Does <laughs> Scott Norton end up becoming NWO at one point? Yes, he does. Uh, Frawl Brawl 98. One opponent. Scott Norton. LAX. Conan. Yep. Uh, Halloween Havoc 1998. Uh, Partner. Nash. Yep. World War III 1998. Same person. Nash. Sold out 1999. Nash. No, but a guy who needs to go yell at a wall. Goldberg? Yep. <laughs> Super Brawl, 9, 1999. Uh, LAX, active owner. wrestler, Scottish guy. What? Yeah. Three different people. Oh, okay. I thought that was all the same person. I was like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> so so Conan, Piper, yep. and active guy had to be Sting. Nope. Oh, who the fuck's still active from back then? Besides Sting's old Think ass. of Conan and who he would be aligned with. Little dude. Oh, Six Pac? No, he's not active. Nope. Little dude. Little dude. Active little dude? That was in WCW way back then. In 99. Who the fuck is that? Rey Mysterio. Oh, that makes a lot of fucking sense now. Jesus Christ, I'm retarded. <laughs> WCW Mayhem, 1999. Fight time. Booker T. Yeah, that's an easy one to give away. Super Brawl, 2000. Two opponents. Both these names have been mentioned. Uh, Booker T. Nope. Flair. Nope. Sting. Nope. Um, Guy we hate. Luger. God, he was still around even in 2000? Well, not Luger. Oh, Jarrett? Yep. Okay. And then a big guy with blonde hair and a fucked up knee. What? Sid Vicious. Oh. Oh, yeah, you fucking... Duh. WrestleMania. That fucking... 18. Horrible moment to watch. WrestleMania 18 had to be against Stone Cold. It was. Backlash, 2002. Stone Cold again? No. No. APA. Farouk or Bradshaw? Bradshaw. Bradshaw. Makes more sense, I guess. Okay. NWA, TNA. Yeah, weekly pay-per-views. Pay-per-view number one, he faced two people. One of them became the first champion. So that's Shamrock. The other one is Malice. Who the fuck was Malice? I don't remember who Malice off the top of my head is either. Okay, moving on. Okay. Number two, Jeff Jarrett. Number three, Jeff Jarrett. Also Ron Killens. Uh, Number five... 
Brian Lawler. Yeah. Number seven, Jeff Jarrett. Number 12, Brian Lee and Chris Harris. Number 13, Brian Lawler and Alex Skipper. Number 17, Jeff Jarrett. Number 18, Ron Killens. And then there's a pay-per-view I don't know called Hustle Pay-Per-View 3. And okay. both those guys are Asian names, so I'm not going to attempt to do those. Uh. We're going to get those. TNA Turning Point, 2004. There are two active members in this match. There are, four, there are three opponents. Two of them are still active. AJ. One, one, one in AEW and one in WWE. AJ, AJ is one of them. So and the other active ones in AEW? Yep. Recently. Kazarian? Recently. Recently? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Punk? Nope. It would be Jeff Hardy. Oh. And the other opponent is Randy Man Savage. Oh. TNA Final Resolution 2005. Active in AEW very recently. So Hardy. Final, uh, sorry, Destination X 2010. Two opponents. He won tag team. He won the T T N uh, T N A tag team title with both of these guys, somehow. So, oh yeah, so it's got to be fucking E Y and I forget who you said the other one was. Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash. Uh, T N A Lockdown 2010. E C W Brothers. Dudley's. Yep. And Sacrifice 2010. They're also a tag team. One of them is from Cameron, North Carolina. The other one was his partner who had tattoos. So, Jeff Hardy? Nope. Um, Hurricane? No, you're almost there. Matt? One more. One more. Who the fuck else is that? Shannon Moore. Oh, fuck. And I then, forgot about Shannon. And then Jesse Neal <laughs> would be his partner. Okay. That's All it. Right. Those are your pay-per-view things. Holy shit. Some of them were easy. Some of them were... Like, difficult. Some of them are out there. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. Yeah. Um, I think King is going to send me something. I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> uh, but we'll be back and then we'll close up with some weekend wrestling bullshit. Yeah. Not a lot really happened this week. Yeah, something happened. A couple things. All right. We'll, we'll come back. We'll just briefly touch on some stuff. Mm hmm. All right. We'll be back. Anchor.fm, King, probably. Hopefully. And then maybe us again. Yep. All right. <laughs> Hey, yo. Survey time. Who here turned this on to listen to me? Blah, blah, blah. About the bullshit going on in the WWF and in AEW and everywhere else in the world. Now, who here came to listen to me pay tribute to the bad guy. It's close. But you know what? Chuck up another win for the good guys. I am the king of old school. This is the Monday Night Rant. And there's no real rant this week. I'm just not in the mood. Uh, this is a uh, tribute to Scott Hall, Razor Ramon. Um, very, very sad uh, situation with with the bad guy uh, passing last week. I recorded prior to the news breaking. I wanted to do a second uh, recording, but didn't just didn't get the ton chance to almost didn't get a chance to this week I mean I'm doing this right now if you can't hear the background noise I'm actually on the road so yeah um I mean the tributes they all went out already were very very touching very spot on for a lot of them Especially when Chris Jericho said that he was the greatest wrestler to never hold a champion, a major championship, outside. Uh, no, 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 no. 
Let's rephrase that. He is the greatest wrestler to never major championship. He had plenty of opportunity, don't get me wrong, but unfortunately, I believe when it came to him, his demons held him back more than anything else. Unfortunately, that shit happens. But, um, yeah, I've made the argument plenty of times that if certain wrestlers can hold the, hold their champion, their company's championship, there's no reason why Scott Hall couldn't have made a run somewhere. Um, I know that his drug use and alcohol use was bad, but... And I, and I don't want to sound like an asshole, but uh, Jeff Hardy is a multi-time champion in two different companies. So, there you go. I mean, Randy Orton is a multi-time champion. He's almost he's getting up there towards that record-breaking number. Yeah, he's not that clear, clean cut. Uh, Ric Flair by no stretch of the imagination was ever clean cut. So, yeah, it's kind of hypocritical if you think about it from that aspect. But I do know that Paul has quit on companies before, uh, so that could be, you know, bad omen, bad black ball. Um, so I wanted to talk, you know, obviously, I mean, he's one of the best out there. Um, I will openly admit that one of my fa that my favorite variation of the power bomb is actually his version, the uh, the crucifix bomb, better known as the razor's edge, outsider's edge. Um, that is that is my my favorite variation of the power bomb. I've always said that, and um, I remember you know back in the day, my cousins and I were very very into Razor Ramon, and he was, oddly, even as a face, he was always the big bad guy, and, you know, wanted him to be, the, to be the bad guy, I don't know, but he was always, he always ended up being the bad guy in everything we, we did when we were kids, even though he was the face, and you rooted for him to win, so figure that out, um, we were fucked up kids, apparently, I don't know. Uh, but, um, yeah. So, I told them that I was, you know, they were talking about their favorite, the guys were talking about their favorite matches. My match that stands out to me was, well, it's a combination of things, really. I mean, you have to put in motion, everything got put in motion for Razor Ramon, well, pretty much when the one, two, three kid, just the kid at the time, Sean Walton, Waltman, uh, hit that fucked up looking moonsault and pinned him in that huge upset victory. And then the bullshit afterwards where, uh, I, I don't fully remember, but I believe that Ted DiBiase and IRS were giving him shit for losing to the kid, the kid and what, at the time, weighed like 125 pounds, some shit like that, <laughs> I mean, I remember them giving him shit for that, and it's ended up spawning into a matchup at that year's SummerSlam, I believe it was the same SummerSlam that Lex Luger fought Yokozuna, and it ended up being Razor Ramon against Ted DiBiase and IRS versus the 123 Kid, um, which, if I'm not mistaken, Razor Ramon in that match, that was his, that was, um, he put Ted DiBiase out. I believe he was the last opponent of Ted DiBiase on a televised match. I could be mistaken, but I'm fairly confident in that. Um, I don't believe he was responsible for the, um, damage that was done to DiBiase that forced him into retirement, but, yeah, oh, there's that, and I remember 
you know, with the, when it comes to the bad guy, you fast forward a little bit, a couple of months later, he was in that battle royal to declare who was the intercontinental champion. Um, the final two competitors in the battle royal would go on to face each other for the championship. I remember that was Braith Ramon versus Rick Martel, and Rick Martel ended up, I mean, uh, Brazer ended up beating the shit out of Martel, and I, I, to be honest with you, I think that's the only time that Rick Martel even had an opportunity to get a singles title in the WWF, so there's that too, if you want to really throw that out there, um, which also led to another big match, the ladder match at WrestleMania 10 between Razor Ramon and Shawn Michaels, which was, was it, I, was it that the first ladder match that was high profile like that? But in either case, that was one hell of a match and one hell of a thing. And Ramon Paul ended up winning that. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I believe he was a three-time, um, yeah, at least a three-time uh, Intercontinental Champion. I know he beat Rick Martel for his inaugural. I believe he went up against Nash later on to that Nash took the belt from him and he took the belt back from Nash a couple weeks after that. And then there was um, I believe he traded it back and forth with Jeff Jarrett as well and then Goldust finally took it from him if I'm not mistaken. And then we all know that, you know, the whole bit of, you know, who I am, but you don't know why I'm here. And when he took over NWO, I mean, he had some really memorable bits in the 90s, the mid-90s there for a while. Um, only thing I have to, like I said, the only thing I really have to complain about is his last run in the WWF, you know, with that god-awful match against Stone Cold Steve Austin towards the end of his career, and, you know, towards Austin's career, that is, and the, his, everything he did in TNA, uh, uh, you know, but for everything I've looked at, I mean, Kevin Nash apparently was in tears, same deal with Shawn Michaels, I did not see anything that had to do with Triple H, I know he released a statement, that was about it, but, um, Aside from that, I mean, you've got, what was the other thing? I'm winging this in case you can't tell. Um, the last little bit that I wanted to bring up was the fact that uh, Razor Ramon was in tr was responsible for a whole lot of stuff. I mean, Scott Hall, excuse me, keep calling him by his fake-ass name. Um, he was responsible for a lot that I didn't realize. He's the one that, when, with a lot of the WCW stuff, he wanted to form the NWO, and he's the one that suggested doing things the way they did. He was responsible for Sting going into the different makeup when they alienated Sting he apparently said to him backstage, hey, you ever see the crow, you know, ever try to do something like that, you know, because you're, and make the character darker. Just, you know, it's all really sad and just depressing. And I've ranted on enough, so I'm, I'm done talking to myself. But instead of typical way this week, I'm going to end up saying, I want to say goodbye to the bad guy. What's going on, y'all? It's your neighborhood bake shop here, MHSL Bake. And you are now rocking with the Mystery Wrestling Theater 420 podcast. Those are my guys over there. Make sure y'all tap in anytime they drop. You know what I mean? Good people's. Good topics, great puns. Yeah, man, check them out. Mystery Wrestling Theater 420 Podcast. Check them out because Bake said so. Money high, stress low, that's the motto. You listening to Save You in the background featuring my artist, I-93 Carry On. Make sure y'all check out the new music.
one motherfucking back. Yep. All right, so anything from the week? Anything you want to talk uh, about at Congratulations all? to Thunder Rosa. We have a new AEW Women's Champion. We do. So. I, I actually liked their other match better than the cage match. Yeah. I thought the cage match became too reliant on being gimmicky. Yeah. And we're very... I'm not saying it was bad or anything. I'm just we're saying... We're very was, good at predicting things, too, because we said if she wins, it has to be in, like, a cage match. Yeah, yeah. And then also, we were very good about predicting an MJF screwing Ward. Like, that, that wasn't that hard. I know. <laughs> like, that, that was just kind of a given. Like, two predictions in one show, though. Like, which we kind of watched enough wrestling that you can see the shit coming. Yeah. So. Um, Raw last night opened with uh, Stone Cold music playing, and then uh, Kevin Owens coming out to, as Stone Cold, like, bald head and everything. He shaved his head, or did he no, put one of those did. fake... Yeah. Okay. And then, and then he's like Kevin would look kind of weird bald. I feel like I don't know why. And then he was talking shit, and then the music hit again. So I and think fucking someone's actually coming out this time. Yeah. Nope. He's like ah, and then he starts laughing at everybody. <laughs> that was fucking awesome. They're supposed to have a match at fucking WrestleMania. It's not a match, huh? It's not a match. He's on the KO show. Oh okay. It's it's gonna end up being him just getting stunned, but uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, Kevin's definitely in the the fucking stunner from he Austin. definitely is. Have you seen the fucking stupid rules for fucking controlling narrative? Yeah, it's dude. This shit is fucking retarded. I can actually read it. So okay, I'm gonna read them because this sounds like some fake Fight Club. It sounds like Raw Underground. Yeah, which worked so well. Yeah, well, maybe Shane McMahon will end up running that fucking company instead. (laughs) So literally, the first one is "You are in control," and then the second one is "You are in control" in caps. So fucking stupid. <laughs> Fights end when you tap out, get knocked out, can't stand or quit. Sanctioned matches in quotations can end via pinfall. So essentially, it's the same rules as everywhere else. Right. It just you can't. But you're you in control. Tap, if you tap, you 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 lose. But you're in if control. you get knocked out and they drop your hand three times, you're out. Yeah, you know if you can't answer the count of ten, you, you know, or you say I quit. What, what, what if I'm in control? How do I quit? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fucking standard professional wrestling rules apply for sanctioned matches. Chaos ensues in the project pit. Whatever the fuck that is. Yeah, I don't know what that is either. No super kicks, no tope suicidas, and no Canadian destroyers. Yeah, which is pretty funny because you're in control. Um, yeah, so, so if you're in control, like, what the fuck? Why well, can't I super kick somebody? Did yeah. you see uh, the Young Bucks fucking Twitter bio? No. It goes, uh, super kicks, Canadian destroyers, and that stupid little thing where you run away and then slide and then come back. All that's welcome here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to paraphrase that a little bit. I did actually remember (laughs) seeing that now. I think someone tweeted it out That that was pretty funny. They tweeted it out. They have Twitter bio. Yeah, I know, but, like, someone shared it on, like, (laughs) Facebook or something. Uh, the fight isn't with your opponent, it's with yourself. That really sounds like some Fight Club bullshit. Fights don't talk both. about Fight Club. Yeah. <laughs> First rule about Fight Club. Don't talk about Fight Club. Fights will go on as long as they have to. Sanction matches hit their times. Whatever the fuck that means. This... Three hour fucking sanction matches. Like, all right, so if it gets 60 minutes, does that mean it has to go 60 minutes? Because that's what that sounds like to me. Which that's, sounds stupid. That's exactly what that sounds like to me. And the last one is if you want to control your narrative, you have to fight. Okay, again, it's Fight Club. I I, I think it's Raw Underground. Like I, I I really see it being that. I don't like it. Fucking Flip Gordon said, "Thank God it doesn't say no flips," <laughs> which it kind of is getting at in a way, with the no fucking tope tope suicidas or Canadian destroyers. No super kicks. Yeah, which is like all right. So like next, can ne- I... next is gonna be no fucking label locks. Fucking deep, right? <laughs> Brian Danielson. Hey, whatever. <laughs> Daniel Bryanson. Still the same thing. Kind of at the end of the day. Lord. Uh, I think that's all I got from the week. You got anything else? Um, not really. I don't think this was a very eventful week for wrestling. I mean, there's much stuff going on, but like, I, I, I was busy and I don't really have anything else to say. I mean, like, I kind of relied most of my fucking. Uh, prep time for the Scott, Scott Hall, Hall stuff. stuff yeah. So I, mean, I did watch some stuff here and there, but I didn't watch enough to be like, oh, hey, fucking this sucked and this sucked and this sucked. <laughs> yeah. 
the same kind of week for me. I'll agree. Good thing we had a lot planned for Scott Hall. Right. Uh, speaking of sucking, I, I think I've decided that there there's this old pay-per-view. I don't know how old it really is. Like 2000, let's call it. Okay. It's called a hero. That's old, Re- just so you know. That's it's, like it's, 22 fucking years ago. I'd have to be older than that. Uh, <laughs> it's called Heroes of Wrestling. Oh, what? actually, yeah, yeah. I think you sent me the link yeah. to that. It's it, from like 1999, actually. Yeah. So a bunch of like older wrestlers go and, and, and they make fools of themselves. King Kong Bundy. And... Me, 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 it's supposed to be one of the worst pay-per-views of all time. And I think I just want to watch that before we get into WrestleMania week. That's cool. I'm definitely down for so that. So it'd be a straight up fucking... We're just going to bash the fuck out we, of them. We are going to bash the fuck out of all the old timers that are on that. So Because like, I don't do. think King Kong Bundy should have been wrestling in 1999. I don't think so either. And Jake did not look good because it was before his um, DP, DDP yoga thing. So. Yeah. It's going to look rough. It's going to. It, it's a pretty rough card. Yeah. From what I understand. So. All right. I don't remember watching it to begin with, but I did find it. So we are going to well, watch it. Well, now we have to watch it. Yeah. Cause I don't remember why I might have watched it, but I don't. I definitely don't remember watching it. Yeah, I, I don't remember watching that at all. I don't think I ever did. To so be that, honest, especially that is, in 1999. Yeah, so that'd be interesting. That's, that's what we're watching this week. And I think it's like a two-hour pay-per-view, two and a half-hour pay-per-view, whatever. Yeah, that's standard pay-per-view. But it's gonna be garbage. So like, how much do you want to sit through? <laughs> it's just gonna be talking shit about it the whole time. Yeah, pretty much. More than anything. So that's what, that's what we're doing for next week. Right. And then we'll do a WrestleMania Supercard uh, Prediction Friday. Yes. Type thingy. Yep, because those are the two big things coming up. I mean, a bunch of other stuff coming with it, but like we'll, we'll just do WrestleMania 1 and 2. Because it's in two days. And we'll do um, ROH. Just... Which, and it's two days, and I feel like it doesn't need to be. It, right. It doesn't need to be. There's I mean, not a lot to be And honestly, Saturday's about. long because they put Stand and Deliver on before it. Oh, are you serious? Yeah, so did that shit, So they took the Friday thing and put it on fucking... Why? Oh, that reminds me. We have a... That's a long-ass day, dude. V- v- Veer is going to make his appearance for our at the WrestleMania. Hopefully. Hopefully he doesn't get lost again. M- maybe it'll be this year. Maybe it'll be next year. But it's, 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 it's April 4th. So that's what I assumed. So it's going to be this year. It's actually got a date. Like, WWE like set a date during his fucking thing this week. It's going to be so lackluster. Yeah, it's not going to be good. It's not going to be good at all. He's going to come out and like get squashed by somebody. Maybe Cody Rose will come out next week. He's supposed to be showing up. Maybe it won't be until WrestleMania. I would say that should throw WrestleMania. Yeah, it might as well, right? Personally, like, what's, what's one week? Say yeah. that should throw WrestleMania. Save it to WrestleMania. Let him come I out. Have Seth go out there and be like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Someone come fight me. Someone from the open door, come fight me. Yep, and, and then... then Cody oh, shows up. Smoking here. Yeah. yeah, like what song <laughs> is he gonna use? You know, is it gonna be the old Cody song? I don't know. Are we gonna get Stardust back? Maybe, maybe, maybe fucking Dusty Rhodes for all I know. Oh God, I don't really care. I think is the thing too. Uh, there's not a lot that I care about. I mean, it, it's it's, it, it's interesting, but like there's a lot that I just don't give a fuck about. It's Cody, and it's like I, I don't really care that much about Cody anymore. It'd be different. It's not going it to be different. different. He's still going to be a mid-card motherfucker. Yep. Welcome back to the mid-card, Cody. You're no longer at the top of the show. We put no. the mid-card in the fucking first, first match for a reason. Yep. <laughs> fucking God. All right. All right, well, until then, I guess it's motherfucking deuces then. Peace.